0: Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Ashie, and I'll be chatting about something. So stay tuned. In this episode, I have a conversation with Wada. Wada and I have been friends, well, we became friends in our master's year at UCL. And we've remained friends ever since. She's a great laugh and a great girl. I hope you enjoy our conversation. So, how have you been keeping busy during, well, this year and last year? I know that you lived by yourself before you're now, I know you're now with your parents, but before you're by yourself.
1: Yeah, so lockdown started in the middle of March, right? it's been gosh it's been so Mm -hmm. long yeah so in the beginning it was really tough uh and as you said like I live by myself so it was even tougher um I have an aunt who lives in London but you know she's quite old and vulnerable so I didn't want to didn't want to visit her to put her at risk so yeah in the beginning it was really really tough so some of the things that I started doing was um Going for walks every day when the weather was nice. I even in yeah, a bike. <laughs> so I bought a bike for myself and encouraged myself to go on bike rides. Um, but really, what worked for me the most was was staying in touch with all my friends and family around the world. Um, I found myself on house party literally every single day. Um, just, oh yeah, I remember when that came out Yeah, and it's really embarrassing because on house party, you get a notification whenever someone's in the house. And so all my friends Uh who had the app, they would see me online every single day. I'm like, who are you talking to (laughs) else to do with your life? So yeah, I was was that (laughs) creep that was, you know, always FaceTime waiting there. (laughs) Um, and yeah, like I, so as you know, my cooking skills are crap. And I always do take out, but you know, in the middle of lockdown where all restaurants shut, I was forced to uh, put my cooking skills to the test. So I actually got a subscription with, with (laughs) HelloFresh. So. um, This is not a paid promotion by (laughs) the way. (laughs) You know what? Just to clarify. It's so funny because the first week that I started using it, I was uh, taking pictures of all my food and like, I think I even sent you a few. a yeah, lot of my okay. friends were like, are you like a brand ambassador undercover for HelloFresh? Like, do you get commission for every person that subscribes? <laughs> but no, I, I think, you know, there were a lot of ways to keep yourself busy, but at the end of the day, like it, it was a huge impact on everyone's mental health. Um, and so you just like had to find ways to keep yourself busy. And I think for me, the number one thing of all the things that I've said is probably fitness. So like, you know, when gyms shut down, um I I try to I try to stay fit by just like going up and down my stairs because like I stay on the 12th floor and when I found out that you know they were shutting down the building gym I kind of lost my cool a little bit I was like oh my god what am I gonna do with my life so then I decided I would do a stair workout every day for 30 minutes just go up and down the stairs like a lunatic so that really helped but yeah just like things here and there kept me going and then you know just like the constant uh, phone calls with friends and family is what really what really helped
0: yeah I remember you sent me a a work like a home workout video at the beginning of lockdown yeah I did 30 seconds and I think I sprained something or hurt something <laughs> then I gave myself like a 10-month break <laughs> and I was like how is this like 15 minutes long <laughs> um, But then when I heard about the restaurants and all of that closing you were the first person I thought of because obviously you live alone but also you you like to go out for dinner often and you that's how you socialize with your friends. So I was like, oh, it's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> um, but also you love traveling and that's obviously gone down the drain, um, which is not fun. And I think I found that being most difficult. Like I hate not being able to travel. It makes me feel claustrophobic. Um, but what are your, what's on your list for when things do open up?
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. In fact, you know, not being able to travel is one thing but then you know the fact that you took everything for granted like I could easily just book a flight home come to my parents even if it was just for like a week and not being able to do that was just so uh so scary but um, now that flights have opened up uh, I'm still a little bit I'm just a little bit concerned, I'm not going to lie. And I don't see myself traveling this year. If it's just to come home, back to Saudi to my parents, that's probably the only time I'm going to be traveling. Um, I kind of want to give it another 12 months before I finally start uh, traveling for leisure. Like, that's just my take on it. And I think a lot of my friends think I'm being a bit too overly cautious, but I'd rather be cautious than, you know, get the stupid virus so
0: <laughs> yeah it sounds sensible I just feel like I'm raring to go like as soon as the majority of people have got a vaccine it'd be exciting but yeah like you said it's just you just never know but
1: you know what in an ideal world if things were back to normal something that's been on my bucket list for a while now is uh New Zealand so this is something I've been planning for the last three years with some of my friends and it just keeps on cancelling so yeah that's gonna be way at the top of my list for next year hopefully oh that'll be really nice
0: yeah i've heard it's really pretty i think it'll be nice to get out traveling and doing stuff um the next question i have for you was dating during covid how has it been being single and trying to meet new people during a pandemic i feel like i imagine that being awful but at the same time I can see the benefits of it of people actually wanting to take the time and wanting to get to know somebody rather than meeting them and not making it a big thing or getting to know them really or giving them the time of day
1: yeah um it's been it's been tough right like okay so I am not new to dating apps um I funnily enough I, I don't think I've ever told you this but I first downloaded tinder when um it first came out in, in England. So what happened was it's actually a funny story. Um, it was second or third year of uni. And I was chilling on the steps of the main quad with a couple of my friends. And mm-hmm. we saw a few um, brand ambassadors from Tinder, which just walking around and one of them approached us. And he was just like, you know, trying to charm his way into our circle and said, Oh, what are you ladies up to? Can I show you something really cool? And he actually downloaded the app on my phone. And at the time I was like, what is this tinder like yeah so that's when it first like that's when I first started uh online dating you know that was like my first interaction with like the whole concept of it and you know ever since then it's just been on and off and on and off like I've been through phases where I'm like yeah this is great and then I'm like oh this is so much work it's so much effort but like when we went into lockdown I, I got Hinge and Bumble <laughs> um, and I was using all the different kinds of apps and I, I just, I used it as a distraction and it worked as a really good one as well. Not necessarily mm-hmm. to, you know, build a relationship with someone, but just to like have a chat, uh, learn something new, talk about whatever it, it, it might be. Um, I know some people took it like very seriously and, you know, they they kind of took the whole dating thing to another level and they started doing video dates, which is, which is something I probably couldn't get myself to do. <laughs> yeah. I find that very uncomfortable. Like, le- le- you know what? Talking to somebody on the phone who you've never met before is so uncomfortable, let alone having a video conference with a stranger. So... I guess in a way, yeah, it worked well as a as a as a distraction just to like keep your mind off of things because there's only so much Netflix you can watch. So when you're done So it kind
0: of became it kind of became like a bar for you in terms of just not trying to get to know somebody for dating purposes, but just having a chat with somebody that you might have met on a night out kind yeah. of thing. Just to kind of get that social aspect exactly. in a different kind of way.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. And do you think that it's improved It's like during the lockdown, or it's just been the same, and the apps might have made your experience better.
1: Uh, you know what? There's only so much you can get from apps. I still miss like the organic way of meeting a person, you know, in person in normal circumstances. But you know, to your point earlier, like it it does like you know the circumstances that we're in. It forces you to kind of be fully invested. yeah funnily enough i actually am using bumble here in saudi as well like who would have thought bumble works here (laughs) so um, (laughs) but yeah it's a similar experience you know but just different people and um we'll see where it goes like i have here's the thing like with these kind of things you need to go in with like zero expectations and not set yourself an agenda and just use it in a very free and open-minded way uh 100% 100% yeah wh-
0: I feel like when you're not looking that's when you'll find somebody interesting exactly so I, th- I felt this question was quite interesting and I think that I was more interested to in know what you would choose because I felt like I knew what you would answer but maybe I'm wrong so if you were given the opportunity to explore like all of the oceans like you know as deep as they go outer space or 50 different countries out of those three which one would you go for if you were given the opportunity sorry I didn't get that question could you repeat yeah sure so if you were given the opportunity to explore the oceans Uh or to explore outer space or to explore 50 different countries Ah, which if you were given the opportunity would you go for
1: okay so because I can't swim uh I I, I won't pick (laughs) The oceans
0: <laughs> um, yep
1: and because of my you know love for traveling and experiencing different cultures I will probably definitely pick the 50 countries however I would love also the opportunity to go to space in like once in a lifetime so I don't know that's a tough one but maybe I'll just go for the 50 countries for now that's what I
0: thought you'd go for yeah. I reckon I would do the same too I think that the other two would be I just don't th- I think there are people in the world who are meant to explore and do that kind of thing I think I would prefer to ex- explore the c- the cultures that we have on earth yeah than and, than and, and
1: space is, is risky and like it'll be so claustrophobic right like the whole yeah uh, the ugh, imagine. getting there it's just no yeah let's stick to let's stick to the 50 countries
0: oh I like this one the three, oh, I'm kind of an R between three or if you should give me one. The one most influential person in your life. You can give me three if you like, if you can't choose one. Um, I feel like you're quite a go-getter. If you want something, it'll be yours. Um, and I feel like I have a few good, strong women who are my best friends. You included. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be good to know who influenced you to kind of make you who you are.
1: Wow, that is a very tough one. Um, I I don't have just one person. That's the thing. So like at work, I have a few people that I look up to who've been my mentors, who have been there for me in like tough times and good times. And then I have people in my family who... are 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 the same like they they play that mentor role if that makes sense so there's not really Mm -hmm. that one person it's difficult it's really difficult to choose however if i did have to point my finger at just one person in my in my friend's circle uh From work particularly because she understands me well and and she knows me inside out and we joined jp morgan in the same year it would probably be be monica i don't know if you've ever met her but um she's yes yeah so she she's very uh level-headed and whenever i need any advice she'll be there to to like listen to me and to share her experiences and really put herself in my shoes and kind of explain to me how she would have dealt with a situation so I I I can definitely see her as being one of my top go-to people for for difficult situations and how to handle those
0: oh nice
1: yeah well every time I
0: think I've met her a couple of times and she seems like a lovely girl okay this is one of my favorite questions um so I don't like to use I don't like to use death row meal because obviously it's just a horrible thing. Um, but if you were going to be stranded somewhere and you weren't going to have all the usual foods that we can't currently have access to, and you kind of had to choose your last meal before you're stranded, um, what would be that? What would be that meal? And you can choose like a starter, main, dessert. You can go and throw a drink. Um, what would you? What would that be for you?
1: Ooh, uh, Hokkaido melon. <laughs> I love Hokkaido melon. so What's Hokkaido melon? So uh, it's just sweet melon, but the one in Japan, it tastes amazing. It just like melts in your mouth and I love it. It's like the most simple thing and it's sweet. It kind of acts like a dessert, but it's not. It's a fruit, so you get your sugar fix and it's super healthy. I love it. You have to try it.
0: Okay, I don't like melon, but oh, damn. you sold this thing. <laughs> okay.
1: <Yeah. laughs> okay, what else are you having? What else am I having? Okay, have you heard of, um, have you heard of za'atar?
0: No, what's well, okay. I'm going to so Google this.
1: It's like this Arab uh, thing where you, it's basically fresh bread with toasted sesame seeds, oregano, and some thyme. It's like a mix of different herbs and you have it like freshly baked. It's amazing very simple maybe I
0: have had this but I don't know I didn't know that's what it was called
1: yeah it's it's really nice my mom makes it like almost every single day and it's just it's amazing lots of carbs though <laughs> oh that sounds sounds nice and that would be your starter you know what it could even be my main like it's just it's so filling like are we talking about a full- don't worry about the calories don't worry about the carbs just use <laughs> whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to go like, I'm trying to go <laughs> for like the most like the simplistic options of what I could possibly find on an island but I guess there isn't any no so this isn't gonna be on the island this
0: is before you go on the island you can have anything anything you want like it's no, <gasps> there's no restrictions
1: right okay well you know my love for sushi so literally any any kind of sushi come at me <laughs> I can yeah that's a good
0: choice I'm with you on that Okay, um, is there something that you own that you wish you didn't own?
1: That I didn't own?
0: Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> um,
1: a mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Such a grown-up answer. <laughs> oh uh I didn't own a phobia for dogs I know that's not something you own it's something you have but you, you get the point yeah. right? like I wish I yeah, never I get the point. point how's how's that coming along your phobia of
0: dogs have you is it
1: improved yeah so I'm actually planning a trip to the desert soon with my friends and um they're all obviously going to be bringing their dogs so it's going to be round two of exposure therapy which I'm semi-excited about. <laughs> But let's see, I'll keep it posted.
0: Yeah, please do. Um, that's quite funny. (laughs) Um, okay, another thing I have is you're very bubbly and happy and positive. And I know that everyone has their ups and downs, but on the most part, you're quite even at uni, you're quite positive. Um, and you don't let whatever people kind of say or do bother you. You kind of just like brush it off and you're like, whatever and you'll continue just having a great time.
1: Um, how do you do that? Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's funny you say that I don't let people get to me because I think it's how you let people perceive you. So deep down mm-hmm. inside, I think if you did say something that was, uh, you know, negative or offensive or, you know, something that's critical, like I probably will think about it a million times, but I won't show it, if that makes sense. Um, but the way to overcome the, um, the way to overcome a bad mood is always to talk about it. And I think I, I do this a lot with you as well. Like if I have something that's on my mind, you know, if there's something that's bothering me at work, I'll either call you or I'll call another friend and I'll just, I'll basically pour my heart out and tell them what's bothering me. Because at the end of the day, you can't, leave everything in your chest you kind of have to just like let it out so that's what helps me the most not bottling things up inside and what i've noticed with some of my friends who have that problem of not speaking up they're the ones that are the most upset and they're the ones that struggle uh when it comes to handling their emotions the most so that's so true yeah speaking up about it and it's it could be to anyone you know it could be to your to your parents to your best friends even to your to your therapist um so yeah just finding someone who can be a good soundboard.
0: that's so true and then I, I guess when we have our conversations your friend will kind of tell you this or that and it kind of makes you feel a bit better and what's the saying a problem shared is a problem halved. is that what it is something like that but um yeah that's good advice actually sharing um okay well I've only got a few little like rapid fire questions this hmm. could be fun this could be boring it's just kind of like this or this this or this there's no meaning to it there's no rhyme or reason just a bit of fun um so I'll start on those um so tea or coffee tea a car or motorbike
1: car even though i can't drive (laughs) (laughs) actually that's a lie that's a lie i've actually started learning how to drive so oh yeah you you sent me a snap how's driving lessons going yeah good i haven't killed anyone yet but we'll see (laughs) that's that's great (laughs) um soup or sandwich sandwich i'm not a soup person i've never liked soup
0: tv shows or movies ooh uh movies working alone or in a team in a team touch or taste touch cookies or cake cookies wait can i have morning (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) um morning or evening sorry like mornings or evenings Ooh, i'm definitely a morning person Oh, we're so, we're so the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, those were the questions. I mean, they weren't that interesting, but it was so fun to do. <laughs> oh, that was fun. I really um, felt like I was on my toes there. You put me on the <laughs> <laughs> The momentum keeps you on your toes, not the question so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um... Okay, cool. And then the last thing I was going to ask you was, um, have you are you watching any good shows or movies at the moment that you would recommend? And this is, again, purely just for me, since I've watched nearly everything already.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm actually terrible at keeping up with, with TV shows, but I did get a recommendation today um, from somebody to watch what is it called again was it um wait hold on let me check on my whatsapp uno momento where did it go lupin i have no idea what that is so lupin. oh what's that about oh you don't know what it's about you just know and then it. there's another one called normal people that everyone's watching so yeah check that out and then that doesn't
0: seem like my kind of thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I started watching Bridgerton on on Netflix. I only got through the first episode. So it it seems good. I like it. Uh, I'm not as hooked as other people are, though. Like, it's basically Gossip Girls set in the medieval ages. Um, So
0: so I've got to watch that because Marianne also recommended that and she's been watching that. So I've got to get on to that. (laughs) Um, Well, that was all I had. And thank you for joining me on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. I had a great time
0: ah oh, good all right well i'll speak to you later bye all right ciao bye. thanks for listening if you have any questions or topics you want me to chat about um please email in at ashley the pod that is a-s-h-i the pod at gmail.com
1: ciao